Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Good morning to you, and Lord bless you this great and wonderful day. What a joy it is to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and what He's done in our lives. He has worked powerfully in us. I'm so thankful that He loves us, forgives us, gives us another chance when we slip and fall. You know what? He loves you so much, you can't even grasp the depth of His love. But remember this, He has a plan for your life, and He wants you to walk with Him. Our Heavenly Father, thank You for this great day. Lord, it's a great day to serve You. It's always a great day to serve You. Give us strength. Give us power from on high. Help us to be men and women of God. Stand firm in what you have for us, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I am I know Pastor Allen uh, just did a little series on uh, Isaiah um, two weeks ago. I appreciate him filling in for me. And it just so happens I'm going to be talking about Isaiah for the next couple of days, but it'd be totally different from what you heard from Pastor Allen. So, But I had this planned, and I thought, well, I'm just going to follow through with it anyway. So I guess maybe, of course, we can't give Isaiah enough time. We could spend the whole premise of the month in Isaiah because it's such a book filled with so many truths and so many helps for us. And so I just um, hope that this will uh, help add to kind of what Alan had said. And if you didn't hear Alan, go back to the 12th through the 15th. He had four four uh, messages on Isaiah, and so uh, they're very good. And uh, I think it'd be good for you to listen to again, or, or if you haven't listened to, tune back in. But anyway, Isaiah was the author of the book carrying his name, and it was written around 700 B.C. Yes, that's a long time ago. And he was known for being the mouthpiece of God. God used him to speak. Isaiah balanced judgment and hope. He speaks only for God. He dealt with the issues of the day and shared truths from God that would lead people. He also talked about the future and prophesied that which was to come. He prophesied the coming of the Messiah long before he came. God used him to share profound truths. People of God, you know what? That's what he wants each one of us to do, is to share profound truths. How do you find profound truths? By spending time in the Word of God and listening to what the Lord has for us. And I know you and I and probably everybody else says, I need to spend more time in that. And I can certainly say that. Need to spend more time searching what God would have for us and listening to what God is trying to get across to us. Further proof of Isaiah's writings was found in the scrolls of Qumran in, in the 70s that had his writing laid out. It was further proof of scholars of the authenticity of Isaiah being uh, the author, as the, the sect was trying, that he was trying to say he wasn't the author. There was a bunch of people saying he wasn't the author, but they are assured that he was. Isaiah speaks to the incredible greatness of God. I love that song. How great is our God. You know, sing with me. How great is our God. I love that. And how great thou art, because God is great. And, and Isaiah wanted to get that across to the people. He wanted to, people to know the almighty greatness that life is truly about in, in God. He is the one who has given us life. He's given us opportunity to be born and given us this time on a place called 
earth that he prepared for people to live until the coming of his son, Jesus Christ? The amazing thing about the Bible, it all goes hand in hand, seeing our God develop his plan and fulfilling prophecies that were laid out from the beginning of time. See, God renews our strength. He gives us a power to deal with the various things of life and provides us with the knowledge to move forward and to make a difference for him. The question we have to ask ourselves is, what do we do with what the Lord has given us? We have a hard time in society encouraging people to honor God with anything, let alone their time and resources. We are a people detracted by what the world offers and following foolishly in the way of the world. Unfortunately, for most, the days of God being a priority have changed. And you hear what I said? I said, unfortunately, for the most of the days of God being a priority has changed. People treat him as a far-off object versus having a relationship with him and honoring him above everything else. When the judgment of God comes, it may be interesting time for many people who truly didn't honor God with their lives. They're saying, oh, I'm okay. No, I believed. Well, folks, I had news for you. Even the demons believed. God knows your heart. God knows whether you're living for him, whether you're walking with him, or whether you're just talking big. He knows you could go to church every single Sunday and not have a relationship with him. You say, yes, you're doing the right thing, being in the house of God. You're hopefully learning, and hopefully one day you'll make that decision that you're going to serve him with all your heart, if our churches had, were filled with people that serve God 100%, there's no telling what we could do. I'm very proud of my church, Cloverdale Church of God. I've pastored, lead pastor for 34 years, and I just finished the first year as a, as a missions pastor behind a Pastor Allen, who shared with you a couple weeks ago, and I'm loving my role. But one thing I like about our church, they give when there's needs, they give to those needs. I can't tell you how proud I am of how they respond to things. It's been amazing. And I think it's because the depth of who they are in Christ. Not saying our church is better than anybody else's, because it's certainly not. We all have the same issues, but we all want to serve God together and be about his business. Isaiah says, do you not know, have you not heard the Lord is everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth? He's trying to get this across to the readers. Do you not know? Haven't you heard the Lord is the everlasting God? He is the creator of the ends of the earth. Folks, we got to recognize that. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. It didn't just happen. It wasn't one day, as some people call a big bang theory. It was God creating it. It gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. One of the most famous verses in Isaiah, I, in fact, this is the most famous verse in Isaiah, and it's Isaiah 40, 31. Many of you have heard it over and over. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. They will soar on wings like eagles. Do you know eagles bring some great traits for us? The difference in an eagle and a chicken is chickens follow crowds. If they see a bunch of chickens running across the farm, they will take off with them. It doesn't matter what they're going after. They just follow along because they don't want to miss out. Sounds like people, doesn't it? People just don't want to miss out. They follow the crowd. To say we have been saying uh, all along, we talk about peer pressure. Well, that's what happens in peer pressure. 
People follow the crowd. Well, if so-and-so is doing it, it must be okay. Everybody else is doing it. Well, not the eagle. They don't follow the crowd. They soar with grace, and they do things with purpose. No lousy chicken is going to lead them down a wrong path. And folks, we can't allow people to lead us down a wrong path. We need to soar with wings like eagles and not grow weary. My best friend growing up in the last 30 years was named Mel. And my friend Mel, uh, he has a collection of eagles that you would not believe. I mean, it was huge. He passed away a couple years ago, which was... uh, Horrible for me and horrible for his family, but uh, his legacy lives on and his uh, what what he stood for. But when I go to his house and see those magnificent eagles, remembering uh, these kind of things about an eagle. And Mel was a tremendous leader, a tremendous businessman, tremendous leader in the church because he he acted like an eagle. He really did. And so proud that he was my best friend. Chickens just naturally squabble and fight over things. Sounds like a church, doesn't it? If one finds a nice tasty bug to eat, suddenly they all want it. They head over and they've got a beak party, every beak trying to, to get to that little bug. They will chase all over the chicken yard trying to get the bug from the other. They're not interested in looking heavenward. They keep their heads to the ground, scratching the dirt, looking for something to eat. Most of them will not even try to fly. Well, I think you can see living a chicken life doesn't even compare to living an eagle's life. Chicken living is so confining, so predictable, and so boring. When we hear the word eagle, we have many other thoughts. We envision an eagle soaring above the incredible comfort and grace. They're the king of their domain, doing things precisely, including finding food. You know, they have an eagle sanctuary type of thing. It's out of, I'm trying to think, it's, it's past bliss. But it's, it's off the side of the road about two miles, and it's a tree that is full of eagles. And it's the most amazing thing. We drove out to see it. We heard about it. And I wished I could tell you the name of it right now. My wife could tell you, but you could look it up. But it's, it's pretty remarkable seeing all those bald eagles in that tree. And we, anytime you get a chance to see an eagle, you just stop and you stare because it's so uh, majestic. You know, uh, Eagles, uh, they they know about life. They are, like I said, the king of their domain. They keep their eyes peeled on the prey that are surrounding them. They're not going to get blindsided. The Bible tells us to keep watch, to stay alert, because the devil is like a roaring lion, anxious to devour us, anxious to take us down. We can take some examples from the eagle quickly. Let's look at some eagle facts that are on that you might need to know. They mate for life. Isn't that something? Wouldn't that be a great trait for us to mate for life? That's what God intended. That would be nice, wouldn't it? The U.S. divorce rate now has gone over 50%. One in barely two will make it, and so many go into thinking if it doesn't work, we get divorced. Remember what God said in Malachi, the second chapter? He said these three words, I hate divorce. The problem is God is not a part of the marriage equation, and he needs to be in the center of the marriage. And folks, I am telling you, if he's not in the center of your marriage, he needs to be, and you need to make him the God of your marriage. If you do, your marriage will last. You will make it. And God has a plan for your life. He wants to see you through. Well, hey, I'm going to continue on talking about eagles tomorrow, and so I hope you tune in talking about Isaiah, and I hope your day is filled with the glory of Almighty God. 
Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.